Hi, I'm Jerry Steele, and you're listening to Season 3 of the Ms. McBookworm Podcast, a podcast that brings you stories from Christian women. This podcast is a space for women who write fiction to share their stories in audio form, and ultimately, for us to tell God's bigger stories through our smaller ones. Today, I'm talking with author Victoria Gentry. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Tell me a little bit about who you are, your background, how you got started writing, whatever you'd like to share. Okay. Um, Well, my name is Victoria Gentry, and I am a second grade teacher here in Alabama. And I really always loved writing. I've always loved reading. Um, When I was younger, I more so cared for poetry. And actually, I have a poem that has been published into the... um, I think I want to say it's the Library of Congress. I submitted it to um, like the World Poetry Movement. And I was really young at the time. I was maybe like 13 or 14. Um, but I've, I've really always loved just writing in general, um, poetry. I've always loved reading. Even when I was younger, I loved chapter books. And when I was, I want to say a freshman in college, I was telling my best friend that I really, really wanted to get into writing children's books. I didn't know exactly why. <laughs> But it just kind of came to me. That was one of my goals. And so I recently was able to accomplish that goal. Okay. So you you mentioned the poem and you've got clearly a children's book published. Is that where you want to continue to write or do you want to branch out into other areas as well? I actually would love to stay just writing children's books. Um, I might kind of venture out and maybe in the future get into kind of like chapter books. Um, but right now, I just really, really love doing children's books. And I especially love doing that with beautiful illustrations because they really do help make the storyline more relatable. Yeah, I, I was a children's librarian when I first started out. I spent two years at a K-12 school in Tuscaloosa uh, before we moved to Texas. And yeah, the illustrations together with the words, it's just such a powerful such a powerful thing. So how how did you find the illustrator and what was that like, that process of working with an illustrator? <laughs> so um, my illustrator is actually the art teacher at my school. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> it is. That. She's absolutely amazing. And um, like I said, I have been the idea for the book came to me um, sometime last year, I want to say. And so I had just kind of been talking to um, the art teacher. I had been talking to Joy, because that's her name, Joy Martin. <laughs> I had been talking to her. Um, I, she actually had helped me design a flyer from something else I was doing. And so I just, I kind of just went to her and was like, hey, I have an idea. Um, you know, would you be interested in helping me, you know, illustrate this book? And so we just kind of sat down and went through the pages and went through the words. And she was like, okay, great. You know, and, and she just, she truly brought my vision and the words to life. She did an amazing job. And so uh, it was a little bit different because, you know, we both work full time. We're both teachers. Um, So a lot of it, I want to say, we kind of were able to get accomplished during the summer. And then once the school year started back, we just continued working on it here and there when we could. Um, But it was actually a pretty smooth process. It was just a matter of, you know, our schedules in the beginning, but it worked out. It worked out. Well, yeah. So tell me a little bit about that in terms of balancing a full-time job, because like you, I write on the side and I do this podcast on the side and it is a constant juggle of the time. So how do you make time to write and fit it in with your regular job? (laughs) Honestly, um, I want to say on the weekends, I'll spend some time doing that or in the evenings. Um, But the beauty of writing is that for me, 
you know, it doesn't it doesn't feel like a job. You know, it just kind of feels like something I just enjoy doing in my free time. But as far as me having the time for it, it's primarily after work um, or on the weekends or, you know, if we're out for like a holiday, you know, if it's something like that, then I'll definitely have more time to do that. But just honestly, whenever I have a chance. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand that completely. So yeah, I I loved the whole book. I just thought it was a beautiful book. So a couple of questions about it, like whether your own experience informed the story. And I thought the description, especially of her skin being richer and her hair more free than her classmates. I loved both of, of those descriptions in particular. So if you can talk a little bit about kind of where you got the story idea and then how you also use language, your writing process. So as far as the storyline, it was from personal experiences when I was a child and even personal experiences from when I was a young adult. What the main character was experiencing was something that I actually experienced myself when I was in elementary school and um, a little bit in college. And so I just really kind of tapped into that and it really helped me to, you know, connect and bring the story to life. But as far as the vocabulary that I use, I was really trying to be specific and very strategic in the way that I worded things because, you know, I want every child that reads it to know they don't have to be ashamed, you know, like regardless of, you know, your skin tone, your hair texture, you're beautiful, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to try and hide it, you know, and our differences are what make us beautiful. You know, we're not all going to look like the person next to us, you know, and it could be the slightest difference. It could be that you're a little bit lighter, a little bit darker, you know, but either way, we're all here especially, you know, in the setting of the school, but we're all here for the same purpose. We're all here to learn and we're all here, you know, to better ourselves. So I just really wanted whoever read the book to know that, you know, in spite of our differences, that's what makes you, you, that's what makes you beautiful. Oh, very nice. So can you tell me a little bit about how your faith informs your writing and vice versa, really how those two things work together? Absolutely. So when I first, first started writing, um, I was really praying, making sure this is what God wanted me to do. And that's something that I pray about even now, you know, like, God, what's the next thing you want me to do? What do you want me to pursue? What do you want me to, you know, speak on? Because I know that my books are going to enter into rooms that I'll never step foot in, you know, and that's always been the goal. And my goal from the very beginning has always been to touch the lives of children, you know, to make a difference wherever. And so really the biggest thing that I've been doing recently is just really listening to what God wants me to do, listening to what he wants me to write, how he wants me to approach things, you know, what topics need to be discussed going forward, um, just to ultimately in the end, make the world a better place one book at a time. And also one thing that I did right before I pressed publish, I, um, I anointed my hands with oil <laughs> and I touched my computer screen and I, I prayed over the screen. You know, I, I prayed over my book, you know, for success and for it to, you know, for it to truly change lives. That that was my prayer from the beginning and it's still my prayer. I love that. That's awesome. And I was worried that you would be like, who is this random person? contacting?" <laughs> but, you know, I'm kind of similar with the podcast. Like I, I told you, you're like from the start, I'm not trying to grow this into some kind of national platform or whatever, but I just want to be faithful to do what God wants me to do with it. And I had reached out to a few people that I'm sort of acquainted with already, you know, as would make sense. And, um, you know, I have my, a dear friend was on season two. 
And I just, but I hadn't really had any good leads. And I was kind of like, I'm not sure who to interview next. And so I was sitting there praying about it one morning. Yeah. And I was like, just direct me to who I need to talk with next. And so, you know, as you do when you have a few minutes of spare time, I just pulled up Instagram. I follow Birmingham City Schools because that's where my children are in school. Mm-hmm. And they had posted about your book. Yes. And so I clicked over to your Instagram profile and you had, <laughs> like that you were a Christian right there in the profile. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Okay, well, let's see. <laughs> let's see if she is interested. And then I, you know, got your book on um, Amazon as well. And I was like, I love this. And it just all worked out. So I'm so glad to hear that um, that you pray over your work as well. It's That has been a game changer for me and my mm-hmm. writing in particular. But I need to remember to pray over the podcast. Too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about what you're working on next and yeah, what's coming next. Oh my gosh. Well, (laughs) I actually have um, two projects that I'm working on right now. And one of them, I'm super duper excited. I'm excited for both of them. But um, the next one that's actually going to be coming out is actually going to be kind of reaching out to those children who might have dyslexia. And I really wanted to touch on that because I was sharing with my husband that there aren't really a lot of books out there that really are, they're not really targeted towards children with exceptionalities. You know, they're not really targeted towards children who, you know, might be different, you know, or they might struggle or have like a learning disability. And so one of the biggest things that I was telling him is that I feel like a lot of times, you know, when children might be bullied by other people, it's because the people that are bullying them just don't know. You know, if you're never educated on something, you know, it's foreign to you. And so the first thing you might do is, you know, make fun of them or talk about them or just assume something because you're not educated in the matter. And so I was just, it just kind of came to me that, you know, that's something that needs to be addressed because like what I was saying before, you know, those things that make us different make us who we are. Like I said, I have a book coming out. It's set to come out actually towards the middle or the end of April. And I'm not going to reveal the title. Okay. I'm not going <laughs> to okay. reveal the title. <laughs> um, and then I have a, another book that is set to come out. It'll probably be closer towards the summer, but that one is actually going to be about Sundays and just family tradition. Um, Sundays are a huge thing, especially before the pandemic. But Sundays were a really, really big thing for my family. Every Sunday we would, you know, all go to church. Then after church, we'd all go over to my grandparents' house and spend time together. And it was just really, really beautiful. And just the memories that were made there are just irreplaceable. And so that's another book that I have coming out that's going to be all about, you know, like the love of going to church (laughs) and the love of family and just spending time and being able to share your faith with your family. So that's another project that's coming up. At the end of the interview, Victoria talked again about the illustrator, Joy Martin, and how wonderful it was to work with her and how lovely her work is. The illustrations in this book really are beautiful, and I hope you check it out for yourself. A link to Victoria and Joy's book, Beauty, Brilliance, and Brown Skin, is in the show notes. I'd like to thank the Alabama Baptists, too, for opening up their studio to us to record. They also have a couple of fantastic podcasts that we'll link in the show notes as well. Thanks for listening to Season 3 of the Miss McBookworm Podcast. Season 4 will be coming soon, but be sure you're following the show wherever you get your podcasts, because we'll be dropping bonus episodes in now and again, too, and I don't want you to miss those. Again, I'm Jerry Steele. Thank you for listening.